Welcome to the Phoenix Nest. With your host with the most, Soul Fire Gardens. And tonight's guest, the Compton Castaway. The Meme King. The man himself. Masonic Seas. Yo, 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 welcome back. What up, Modex? And uh, everybody, welcome Masonic to the show tonight. Uh, yeah, that eagle scream is insane. That <laughs> shit was loud. Uh, let's see, what do we got? Modex, you with me? Yeah, Mike can you hear me? Oh, my bad. I didn't realize I was muted there for a second. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're muted. My fault. I was all talking and shit, too. That shit's happening tonight. Uh, okay. Well, what you smoking on? That's what we need to know right off the rip. Talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking to you. Some, uh, grape spotty, baby. Oh, you've been on that for a minute. Yeah. I've been on that grape spotty lately. All right. Well, everybody, welcome on back to the Phoenix Nest. This is a bi-weekly, uh, podcast discord show that we do here. Uh, it's rather new. I think this is maybe like our third, third episode. I like to bring people in and, um, interview maybe interesting people from the, the community that maybe you've heard of maybe you haven't heard of people that you know uh, have just different perspectives to to share so uh, many of you already know modax he's our executive producer for both grow life with the bros uh and this show and he does a bunch of shit here in our discords so um if you've ever had to open up a ticket or any of that stuff or if you've ever won free stuff uh modax is generally the guy that that you you deal with who who expedites that stuff so big shout out to modax um for everything that he does and extra big shout out for uh masonic for coming out and spending this sunday with us because we're gonna we're gonna get down to it with him um yeah and i know we got a lot of new uh we did a big giveaway today we're giving shit away every hour or sometimes a couple times an hour today here in in discord so i know we got a new I don't know if you guys can hear me but i can't hear a damn thing i'm sorry to be that guy but this shit's uh, yeah, okay so sometimes Jesus, you, I can't hear anything. I'm in the chat. Right. He may need to pop in and, and pop back out. Yeah, I'll let him know. Okay. Um, so uh where was I at? Oh, we got a we got a we did a bunch of giveaways today. So we have a bunch of new people here um in Discord. So hey, welcome. Um glad you found it. I know Discord can sometimes be difficult to use if you have any questions on how to navigate Discord or how to use it. Uh, just reach out to the staff. You can do that by opening up a ticket. All of the moderators' names are in blue, um, and and other like uh, our Phoenix Club members are in yellow. A lot of those guys are are veteran uh, members as well. So uh, it's a pretty friendly space. So just reach out if you don't understand how to use something. Ask, we got you. And you can always shoot me a DM or just ask me directly, and I'll I'll try to help you as best I can. I'm not the best at Discord myself, but I'm good enough to get you get you limped limping through um i guess we'll just start off with like soul fire news so we'll just get a, get that out of the way before we dive into our masonic interview um just some of the things that's going on with us like i was talking about the phoenix club um this is like our two-week anniversary right so it was announced on this show two weeks ago uh the, the club is building we've been giving away all kinds of shit in there i i Maybe you guys saw our PS5 giveaway, which is also combined with the Bahama Triangle, which is the Bahama S1 is coming back. Um, it was a free pack originally with the Bahama Drop um, last August. 
Um, so it's it's been a year, and we gave out I think twenty seven thousand of those for free uh, uh, last August, and it's just been so popular. I mean, we've seen so many amazing ones, and people keep asking for it. Those that weren't able to get the freebie, um, we are bringing it back as a retail pack. That retail pack will be the same price as any any pack that we that we put out there. You know, we're not putting it's not anything. Um, more expensive or anything like that. What we are doing when we drop this uh, Bahama Triangle, it's called the Bahama Triangle because it comes with two, two three-piece freebies. Uh, I wanted to do a, a BX, and I both of them came out. Uh, both of them were made from things that were amazing, and I just couldn't decide which one. So there's the Bahama Bust Down crossed with uh, Bahama, which is called uh, the Diamond Daiquiri. And then we used the biddies, which actually came from Maine. This cut came from Maine, from North Fire Cookies. Um, and that's their total recall cut. Big shout out to um, North Fire Cookies over there for finding that, shooting it back. We grew it. It was fucking amazing. So we used that in that BX. And that's called Jug Life. You, if you don't know who named who named jug life i'm sure you can you can guess who named that one so shout out to shout out to uh, him for naming that one helping me name that um and so that's the bahama triangle you get the bahama s1 a three-piece of the diamond daiquiri and a three-piece of jug life with every purchase of the bahama s1 kind of as an anniversary as a, a throwback to how we just gave the bahama s1 um pack for pack with with the bahama drop so we're going to be releasing that um in boston so we're going to be at the boston freedom rally which is an amazing show where it's just an open park in boston commons where nobody has to pay to get in you can just walk in and um, come up to a bunch of, of different vendors there it's one of the last like i don't know uh events where you can just do whatever uh, within reason uh as far as like selling seeds it's just it's one of my favorite i love boston i can't wait to show up we'll be out there at booth uh 336 it's a one day only event i'm flying all the way across the country for one day in boston because it's so fucking amazing so east coast i'm coming um yeah and then it'll drop off at the banks uh on september 23rd so and then you'll be able to find it somewhere shortly after that or at the you'll find out that same time on our direct website september or september 23rd and there'll be some extras that go to the phoenix club that won't be released um with that so if you're not familiar with the phoenix club you can sign up on our website it gives you a special discord role 10 percent off access to exclusive club strains that you can't get anywhere else but by being a member uh early drop access uh, yeah we do exclusive club giveaways like when we gave away that 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 when we're giving away this ps5 there's a ps5 in the in the club giveaways for sure as well um and you get two times phoenix points redeemable on the website are, how's the point thing going modax are we is that all up and running where people can spend and buy their points yet or we're still uh we should be up tomorrow oh so yeah so you guys will be able to you know incur your points and spend your points on the website. So that's pretty much the fast, uh, the fast pace of the fucking what's going on in Soulfire news. I don't think there's really much more than that. 
hopefully if you can come out and and uh meet up at, in boston that'd be great i really miss coming out shaking hands meeting different growers bring out what you've grown um you know i'll be there so uh other than that do we got uh mace here with the mic ready to go yeah i think i figured it out <clears throat> there we go all right well nice i got through the news um yeah man so I guess where I want to start with you, man, is just like where did where did it start? For those who don't know Masonic, and I don't I don't know if there's many that don't, but how did this how did this all start? I mean, uh, you have to elaborate on this. You mean take like me the all the way back? Yeah, bro. Just take, <laughs> just I mean, we can go back as far as you want to go back to 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 so, where when you decided that like when you wanted so, to start creating. So around 2010. Like, I was smoking weed all high school, so I was in high school for, like, four years. So we'll say I started smoking every day around 2005 or six. So, like, I'm smoking weed through high school, Mexican brick weed, graduate to OG Kush, and then kind of into the medical scene in Los Angeles and kind of become in tune with that. I'm giving you the quick abridged version. Hey, you and, don't have uh, to. You can go as, uh, <laughs> as deep as you want, baby. All right. So so I started smoking in high school, smoking every day. Uh, and, you know, I'm not a bad student either. I, I'm like a, a C plus B student, you know. Nice. And I'm just smoking weed every day, passing my classes, trying not to piss off the parents as much as possible. Like my mom and dad didn't introduce me to smoking to kind of this happened being in the environment that I grew up. I grew up in South Central Los Angeles and it kind of, you know, was everywhere. How'd they, feel just, about, how'd they feel about it once they, they find, did they find out when you were smoking in high yeah, school? So, know my parents so they did. found out, they found out early ninth grade and you know, they weren't so happy with it. They're like, who do you know that's successful that smokes marijuana? And I was like a jackass and smart ass. I'm like, well, we could go down the list. And they're like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just stop smoking, dude. It's bad. You know, and I'm like, okay, like, I like it. I'm going to keep smoking. And right. I just kind of was very, I know good, I know bad. Shit just had me hooked, you know. So I just didn't stop smoking. And I was smoke every day. I was a smoker. Not a we're kind of losing. Stuff. You got to put that, put, that put that mic close to your mouth because we're kind of losing. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep, you're yeah, fading off from it. Probably my hair or something in the way. But uh, 2010, I graduate high school, and um, my dad is like, man, this this dude is a smoker. I'm going to make him happy. I'm going to buy him a pound of weed as his graduation <laughs> present. So he buys me a pound of sour diesel, really, really good weed at the time. Till this day, it's fucking stellar weed. And uh, sour diesel, pound of weed. Here you go, junior. You know, I'm a junior. And, you know, here, here's your pot, you know, congratulations. So I couldn't wait to go home. Uh, he, he, I, I grabbed the pound of weed. He used to have a tow yard, Imperial and Central, right across the street from the Nickerson Gardens. That's where all the bounty hunter bloods are from. So it's like it's not the safest place to, like, walk around. But I couldn't wait to go fucking home because I had a pound of weed and I wanted to go home all the way to El Segundo, Vermont. Uh, which is still South Central Gardena borderline to go bag up my fucking shit and start selling it because that's what the, the the that's what he gave me the weed for was to like you know smoke some weed and potentially start some business you know bro and, I'm just 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 bringing up your dad I see his like his six two on on your uh, 
on your feet a lot, dude. So yeah, I always look at that car like, dude, Pop's got a badass lowrider right there. Yeah, dad. My dad's a he's a one of the you know he's part of one of the cooler car clubs out here in LA as far as lowriders are concerned. Like uh, Kendrick Lamar's King Kunta video. Those yeah. are that's my dad's car club in that video. Those are my dad's cars in the video. The classic man video from Kendrick. That's my dad's car that they're using. And the games video, like those are my dad's cars. Like he's pretty connected in the lowrider industry for sure. Bro, that's tight. Yeah, every time yeah. I see that, every time I see that six dudes, I'm like, man, I've been looking for a, a rag top myself. I, I mean, the prices are through the fucking roof. You can't. You know, if you ever, much. if yeah, it's all. It's even over there. They got a nice little uh, culture. You're in Seattle, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, no. so that there's a Seattle Showtime chapter. Yeah. And that's my da- that's my dad's car club. Like that's he's the godfather of that car club. Oh, nice. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like you know, there's a couple chapters, and his he's the mother chapter or whatever. But back to the story, he buys me a Showtime's a big Showtime's a big club up here, bro. They get yeah, down that's here. My, that's that's my dad shit right there. That's he started that. It was like ten guys, and he's like wow. one of the main ones. Yeah. Wow. Uh, cool world. But anyway, but sorry to interrupt buys, your story, but you brought yeah, your dad, he, and I, I seen his car. I like that fucking car. Yeah, he kicks us. Uh, he buys me this pound of weed, and I'm I'm fucking swimming in a pound of weed. I'm I'm 18 years old, 17 years old, just graduated high school. Kind of, I, I don't work on a farm. Like I don't really know how weed grows on trees. I just know how weed works on the streets. You know, dime bags, you know, dub sacks, eighths, ounces, now pounds. You know, and I'm just like, whoa, here we go. And I got friends that I smoke with, so I kind of just start selling to all my friends, meeting new friends, friends, quote unquote, and just becoming the weed man on the block. And I was very, like, uh, you know, I didn't, I dropped the bag because I like, I would go to the mall, go buy comic books, me and my wife to this day, she was my girlfriend, then we would go out, go do everything, be at the mall fucking day and just smoking weed, living our best life. And then one day my dad comes into the room. And he's like, hey, dude, like, where's the money? And I'm like, the money? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I thought this was for me to smoke. Like, it's my graduation present. He's like, yeah, that part. But, like, you, you got to, like, think of the bigger picture, you know? And now that I think back, I'm like, you know, he's he's right. You know, I could have been hustling and bustling right then and there. But, no, uh, I dropped the bag. He's like, here, give me the pound of weed. I'm going to give it to your big brother. He's going to sell it. My, 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 my older brother is not street savvy. He's like a college kid. He's kind of square. And I'm just like, whatever, he's going to fucking fuck that up, you know, in my head. And uh, he gives it to my older brother. I drop the bag and I'm just like, man, like, I guess no more weed. And uh, uh, we move houses and we get this house with a backyard space. And I'm just like, man, like, I'm tired of fucking buying, you know, eights at the at the medical dispenser. It's expensive. It's like $50 an eighth. I, I'm not selling weed anymore. I'm not going to go buy any more weed. I'm not that good at it, apparently, you know. So, uh I'm just like, let's, let's see what happens with growing. And this is around 2010. So I'm just started popping bag seeds in the backyard and, you know, little by little started with one plant, ended up with two, four, bro. eight, bro. Can 16, we, can we talk? Can we talk about your backyard? Can we talk about that? Cause I, I show my wife all the time. I'm like, look at this fucking guy right here. Look at, look at his backyard is a fucking jungle. I was like, what is it going on? I could never get away with that in Seattle, bro. My neighbors would snitch so quick. I'd be hemmed. Yeah, and those, right? I'm like, what is Masonic do? Like, how does he, what, what do you do with the neighbors, bro? How do you, how so, do you, how do you so, tell me, tell me how you so, keep them. 
neighbors in, in Compton mind their own business. Like, you could have a party every single night to the fucking crack of dawn and no one's calling no one, you know? And, you know, sometimes it's sad to say, like, if there's some domestic shit happening in the middle of the street, no one's going to, like, go be a hero. Sad most of the time. It's like, this is sad to say the, the place we live in, you know? And, and it's kind of like, you know, use it to your advantage because, like, motherfuckers aren't worried about my weed growing. They're worried about people breaking into their house. They're worried about if they bug me that I'm going to, like, have a fit and do something stupid because that's usually what happens. Like, oh, like, you got a problem? Right. Make it a problem, you know, and that's kind of so they just avoid that entirely. And uh, I just I'm nice to my neighbors. I've been living there since I was 18. I'm 30 years old now. I'm still at the same spot. I I, I kept that spot and, and, and bought a house somewhere else. So I just kind of grew up there. They've known me since I was a little fucking 18 year old growing up right there and running a block. I would ride around the block like Debo on a fucking bicycle at one point and just meeting all the local gangbangers and who had the weed sack at one point in my life. Cause I wasn't always Masonic smoker. I was just fucking Edgar on the block, you know, just some, another dude from Compton. Right. And I, I think, I mean, I think you touched on an important part. It's, it's, it's important to be nice to all your neighbors and my neighbors are, are super uh, old. And I, I think they all know I, I fuck around, but they don't ever, and they're, they're not, they're not pop friendly at all, but, um, they're all nice about it, but I don't think they'd let me grow a fucking jungle in my backyard without calling Seattle PD. I think it'd be a be a problem. So you got me with that one. I'm, I have to admit, I've always been pretty jealous. I'm like, fuck, I wish I could do that. I mean, we don't one, have the weather. One time, one time, uh, like 15 unmarked cars pulled up to my house, and I ran to the front yard, like shitting my pants, like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? And at the time, I probably had 50 10-gallon pots with, you know, two to three weeks till finish. So, you know, it was kind of smelly back there, you know. And, and fucking, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I go to the front yard and, and this, this white detective comes out his car and he tells his, 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 his assistant. He's just, I have to tell you, like, that's what he was. He's a white dude. And we're in Compton. And he's just like, he put, makes a big whiff in the air. And he goes, Ooh, like visibly smell smells like yeah. visibly smells he tells his partner he's like you smell that it's that time of the season and i'm thinking in my head like this isn't there is no season for that over here like we don't have a season over here i'm the season i'm the only guy that does a season in in compton like this isn't the emerald triangle you know right and i just i fucking i um i was with my buddy Corey at the time i told Corey, i was like Corey, i'll give you whatever you want whatever weed you want when it's all said and done you know, just get, wishing them, you know, giving them the world, offering them the world. Just help me cut all this shit down right fucking now. So we go to the backyard and we're just sitting on plants, cutting down plants. And, and I and I had this big white tarp and I just threw all the plants in there like a big ass fucking joint from the movie, scary movie. And we just left it all there. And I'm just shitting my pants and I go back to the front yard and I'm watching what all these fucking, you know, cops are doing. And they're going to all my neighbor's front doors, knocking out everybody's front door. Knock, knock, knock. And and I'm just watching. They're going to everybody's door. They're not going to mine. And I'm just like, fuck, they leave. It's all said and done. I had moved all my weed into the garage. Somehow, some way, I moved it from the back door, traveled it through the house, put it into the garage. It's not, there's no more weed in pots anymore. There's just a bunch of empty fucking pots and the police are gone. And I asked all my neighbors, I was like, hey, what the fuck happened? They're like, dude, like, 
they want us to tell on you. Like they're asking us if we smell anything or see anything suspicious on a day-to-day basis. All my neighbors said, nope, 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 nope. We don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Have a good fucking day. And that was probably in 2017, dude, or maybe even 16, bro. And it was one of the scariest fucking things that ever happened to me. And, you know, knock on wood, like, to this day, like, that still can be a thing if they have, like, if they're bored one day. But at this point, the helicopter has been watching me grow for 10 years. And I don't know if it's the same helicopter pilot. I don't know if they keep the same people on payroll. I don't know if it's the same sheriff patrolling my block, let alone the fucking, I don't know. But my plants are visible when you drive by my my, my block for the past, you know, every season. You know, I right. grow a fucking weed plant in the front yard sometimes just for shits and giggles, just to see how far I can push it. Cause I'm a fucking weirdo like that. And, uh, <laughs> and, and dude, uh, you know, knock on wood. I, I kind of think these guys are rooting for me, bro. Cause like it's there, you know, it's like these guys fly over my house six hours out the fucking day every day for the past 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would have me annoyed for sure. But I mean, the moral of the story i mean the moral of the story is your neighbors are solid as fuck bro facts your and neighbors I'm, are solid cool as fuck. when i have yeah. parties they're at my party like all their kids that are my age they were the ones trimming for me when i had all my harvest you know like like now that i have a bean company they're the ones counting my beans whenever i need an extra hand and it's just like dope because they live right next door to fucking masonic smoker and they're just dudes from Compton, you know, like average Joe's like these dudes, I hate to say, but you know, really, really regular fucking life. You know, they don't got too much homies that are like with a farm and shit and all this access to genetics and weed. And I mean, your company as a, as a whole is kind of a family operation, right? I mean, that's how soul fire is. I I assume it's a family operation. It's me, my brother-in-law and my cousin and, you know, some dudes that, we really, really vibe with, and yeah, more, more than anything, it's family. You know, it's, it's and you know that's how we get down. Yeah, that's family, right. family run operation for sure. My uncle's helping me now. Yeah, it is for sure. That's tight. So I thought one of the most interesting things for me, you know, when you like just burst on the scene, was like your unique style of breeding, right? So. I mean, I guess some some people fucking hate it or whatever. But when I saw it, I thought to myself, like, "Wow, look at this! Look at this guy come onto the scene and use one male that he selected." I don't know. I don't know the exact story behind Wilson. Maybe you can give it to us and and enlighten. Yeah. So so far, you're right. I I you know I um I get I get all the papaya femmes. The second wave of papaya femmes that were dropped. So that's like the the papaya punch, the three cam papaya, the dosi papaya, the banana OG papaya, and the fabuloso papaya. So Oni dropped those seeds in conjunction with Tropicana F2 all at the same time. So he dropped papaya femmes and Tropicana F2 reds. And this was fuck man, five years ago or more. So so uh, they they have this show in, in Adelanto I'm I'm on Instagram. We're we're vibing, you know. I make memes, and I'm a funny guy. I'm in Compton. I do PNF. I'm a character, you know. You can come hang out with the big dogs, you know. Oni being the big dogs, come hang out with us. At the time, 
I had busted out my indoor KNF grown under Govitas in Compton. It was like my first bust. I did a really good job. I couldn't wait to go showcase it to all the big homies at Chalice. So I have all this, you know, all this bundled up, ready to go collect some beans, hopefully buy some beans, whatever happens, happens. I go to Chalice. Sure enough, I meet Oni. I meet Harry Palms. I'm friends with Harry Palms initially. That's the guy that gave and me my first set of beans. He's now, is he now the owner of Bloom then? He is Bloom Seed Company. So right. okay. Oni is Oni. He'll be referred to as Oni forever. Mm -hmm. uh, Harry Palms is Bloom. Bloom, Harry Palms. Those work, you okay. know, in conjunction. So, so I go to meet Harry Palms and Oni. Harry Palms is working with Oni at the time. So I'm there to meet Oni. And uh, I make it. I, I pull up in my bucket. I'm, I, I drive my mom's car. My car is not going I take your car. I really need to go to this place. I, it's gonna, you know, it really matters that I go here. You know, to them, it's just fucking weed. They're like, whatever, dude, go do your fucking weed shit. <laughs> right. It's like, have fun. You know, they don't know it's gonna be like a life changing thing that I'm gonna go do. So I, I go in their bucket. We're, we're like, you know, my parents at the time, you know, they had a bucket. They didn't have the beamer, they didn't have the truck that they have now. They had a bucket at the time. So I'm like, cool, I'll take your bucket. Your bucket's better than mine. Hopefully, I make it to Adelanto. And she's like, sure. And I'm like, whatever. So sure enough, the car breaks down like five minutes before we get there, dude. Like it just blows up. Oh. And and I got four dudes with me that I'm like trying to parlay with and like be cool with. And I'm on the Instagram scene and I'm just, I feel like a bum, you know? And 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 it is what it is. Like I did what I had to do. And I'm like, guys, like I really need to make it to the show. I start the fucking car up again. All broke down in the, like five minutes away from the venue. And I just... On hot, hot heat, the car over fucking heating. I ride all the way to Adelanto, park the motherfucker. I'm like, we're here, motherfuckers. Everybody, everybody gets out the car. And, you know, probably like one dude hung with me. And I'm just like, yeah, assholes. And uh, whatever. I go and I find uh, Oni. I get my shit. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, not that I get my shit, but I meet him. It's all quick because I don't want to, like, be all up in there and be, like, you know, too groupy. I'm there actually... I was beefing with some guy too at the time. Some dude was talking trash because you know it's easy to talk trash on Instagram. But in person, okay. I was like, "I'm gonna be there, motherfucker." And that guy was nowhere to be found. But bro, I uh, seen that shit in action so, in Denver, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> Harry Palms gave me uh, uh, five packs of the papayas that he drops, and he gave me Oni's trap. He gave me Oni's trap, not Oni. He's all like, "Here, take these two. And I'm just like, "I didn't know Oni was the." To, to me, at this point in life, like, Oni was the director, right? Like, he was the guy that would have said, hey, give him the chop up too or not, right? But right. Harry's like, here, take this too, motherfucker. And at the, at the time, you know, Harry knew what he did, I think, you know? <laughs> and uh, I go home. I pop all these seeds. I'm not a seed maker yet. I'm, I'm a flower dude. I, I showcase flowers. I, I grew some indoor. I showcased it over here. I'm going over here to grow some more indoor. I mean, and, and outdoor. So I grow these papayas. And I have this prop and I found a male and I call Harry Palms because I think he's, it's his, they're his strains. I think he's like, I think he's the manager, you know? I'm like, right. hey, Harry, can I like make beans with him? He's like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so time goes by. Uh, it's kind of in the air and Oni gets wind of it. And this he's is like, kind hey. of back when like making beans with other people's shit was like, it was a fucking problem. It's when it mattered. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I've made it. I abide it. And I ask permission. 
And, you know, I went through the rigorous route. So Oni hits me up. He's like, hey, dude, I heard you made some papaya chalk pens. And I'm like, I did. He's like, don't sell those. Don't drop them. They're not yours to do that with. I'm like, oh, shit. You, yeah, you're right. And he's all like, but I like it. So together, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's work together. He's like, send me the beans. I'll give them to my testers. We'll find out if they're worthwhile. Sure enough, he gives me a couple to hold me over. That way I'm not just like, you know, broke. So I right. get to sell some sell some untested beans while he's getting them tested. And sure enough, I sell, you know, like 10 packs of each. They they sell out. People can't wait to buy papaya trop fems. To this day, Wilson hybrids, all these things, papaya trop to kick ass. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of made a name for myself. But I had already done a little prior project to that but this is the wilson project we're talking about the wilson project right and, how uh, the birth of wilson yeah and that's how wilson came to be uh i made those five strains and then there was a show a little bit later on and uh it was in san francisco indo expo and harry palms myself and oni were still all together we were still all oni there was no bloom seed coat yet and uh we're sitting at a at a table at an airbnb talking about my future in owning seed company and they're like hey dude you made you know five strains you know you're gonna have to showcase one that's kind of how the thing works like what's going to be your flagship strain?" and you know we're sitting about and i'm like well there's the dosi dough uh papaya uh crop that you made and i'm like nah let's not do dosi that's kind of archive stuff let's not let's not rock his you know boat you know that's 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 whack you know this is when it matters, right? Let's right. Take oh yeah, day, you know? he'd have come. He'd have come rocking yeah. it right back. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that guy. And then, and then there was the three chem papaya crop, and I'm like, chem wasn't as popping at the time. I'm like, let's not do chem. You know that chem isn't chem wasn't the wave like it is now. Now there's a big resurgence of legacy strains, you know, being wanted. Back right. then, chem was like, nah, fuck that. We just want we want papaya. We want trop. We want. We want all the new stuff. We don't want nothing to do with old shit. So I was like, okay, three cam, throw that out the fucking window. We're not doing that. Purple punch. No, we ain't doing that one. Uh, Fabuloso, that's that's arcade strain. I'm not going to go take arcade strain. And, you know, not to take anything away from arcade, Fabuloso is a really, really great strain. But I'd be educating a lot of people every time I would be telling them, yo, Check out my stream, Fabuloso Papaya Trap. Every time, the first question, what is Fabuloso? Right. Only the heads know what Fabuloso is. The final one, Banana OG Papaya Trap. Ding, 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 ding. I was like, that's the one. That that one, there's not too much conflict of interest. Oregon Kid has Banana OG. He's not really on the scene. He's not all up on Instagram claiming it to fame. Like, I don't know his history. I've talked to Oregon Kid on it, but he is not like, that's mine. He's like. Right, no, he's, he's yeah. He's, He's chill, you know, and, and I think, I don't know what the story is. I hate to even throw fake ideas out there, but. I mean, uh, yes. I mean, I, isn't he responsible for a lot of those, like Banana OG, Blackberry Kush, a lot of that stuff? I, I, I know Banana OG. I've had a conversation with Oregon Kid about the Banana OGs and all of its uh, varieties. And like, that's it. That's the only conversation I've ever had. So I hate to touch on shit right. I know nothing about. But uh, yeah, so I chose Wilson. And I go home and I pop tons of Wilson seeds. Well, at the time it wasn't even called Wilson. It was called Banana OG Papaya Trop at the time. Like, cause I wasn't, I'm not a, at the time I wasn't naming strains. Like I was still very uh, ethical and my morals were like, no man, I'm not going to name it. Like, you know, I haven't even tested it. And, uh, 
you know, I hate to take away from the guy that made it, you know? So I was like very like that. But now I'm all like, you know, I notice when people do my strings, if I don't name them, they just name it whatever they want. And then for sure. And it's lost. I never get to know. But yeah, that's kind of how Wilson came to be. There was a process to it. And I worked it and made F2s and then found a Mel in that and been holding that Mel for three years now. And you know, made a couple crosses with those and now I'm working on something new. So just did a couple things in there. Right. But I think for me, and I think for most people, the unique part of th- this is that you didn't stop <laughs> or, I mean, you didn't, you, you made Wilson and then you hit it to absolutely fucking lutely everything. That, yeah. that is the biggest Sancho in all of the seed game, right? Like it's pretty much banged everybody's keepers. Including yeah, mine. Including mine. <laughs> everybody's gear is uh and that's another thing. Like I'm I love weed, so I, I don't, you know, let anybody I just grow whatever I want. Right. If I like it, it's dope. Very subjective when it comes to my selections, you know, when uh I mean that's I, like what them, I think that's what they're paying for, right? They're paying for your eye. They're paying, they're paying for, for your selection. Yeah, your selection yeah. on what it is. It's an art. Yeah. More than anything. My experience with all these seeds that I've skimmed through, lived with, et cetera. So, yeah. yeah. So when we were in, when we were in Denver, um, you gave me, what, what was it? Papaya God, I believe. Yeah. That's what you gave me. And I, yeah, I popped those. I found a lot of success in there, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's why I, I was like, okay, you know, I got some Sonic seeds. I showed Mike. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking pop these things when I get home. I was popping a bunch so, of shit. So let let me ask you a question. Had you had papaya prior to trying the papaya god? Um, I think so, but it was different than like than the one that I had from you. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And that's a thing that like my vision entails. It's like getting people educated to stuff that I've looked at. It's like, look, look over here. Like, this is cool. You should look over here. And I, I really lucked out by working with the papaya and the chop guys and not only like working with these strains, but getting like not getting backlash from it. Like every time I made a sell or a post, like bloom wasn't going, ah, like that guy shouldn't be doing that. Or oh, that's just, just gotta, like, I mean, that shit's got to stop anyway. I, I mean, yep. I, promote, I promote everybody. Hey, if you got a pack of soul fire, soul fire seeds and you want to make something and you want exactly go ahead and exactly. do that, please go and ahead and what, do it and, and share it. And and that's share amazing. it share it with everybody because I'm I'm nobody's gatekeeper to stop you from that that shit held us all back I think quite a bit yeah. you know what I mean there's so many new guys out out here that have a passion for it and for anybody to tell you that you can't make something um with with some seeds shame on them yeah that's shame on them for sure I think that really held the community back like hey if somebody passes you a cut and was like, Hey man, this is one of, I got this from so-and-so and it's soul fires cut or, or, or blah, blah, blah. Go ahead, man. Read with that shit. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm going to congratulate you. I'm sure Masonic's going to congratulate you as well. So, yeah, man. And Michael do the same. So yeah, don't, that shit, that shit's definitely got to stop. I'm glad we left that, that in the, uh, in the past, but yeah, man, when I popped, so I was popping a bunch of guys at that time. Um, I grabbed a bunch of people's shit at that show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come home and pop all this. I bought, I bought some cap. I bought, I bought everybody. And I tried to give everybody some of my shit, too. Um, and, yeah, I just felt like they did really well. Like, like I was, uh, you know, showing all the homies. And I was showing my guys. I was like, dude, I think this fucking, this is this was tight, man. I'm about to fucking breathe with this. Might keep her out of there. And I, yeah, I thought I like, it came out. I like that one. 
I thought it came out really well. I mean, I don't know how. I think I I sent you a bunch of the of the seeds the from the from the Dawn Magic uh, wand. You sent me a nice a nice load, dude. I appreciate it, bro. That so thing good. kicked out, bro. Like, I mean, I got a gang, like, I got a gang of beans out of that. Uh, you know, I, I told my wife, I said, "Well, send these, send these down to L.A." And um, yeah, it, I man. think people, people fucking love that. People love that. It came out really well. It was a good breed, especially with the with the Don Mega in there. It, it came out super funky. Let's take a small pause right there because I've been on a spree giving shit away uh, today. So let's let's not uh, stop that train from rolling. Let's get some giveaways going. Uh, Modax, you ready to roll out some giveaways? Let's do it. It's time. All right. I want to. So everybody knows housing uh, housing garden is what I run. Um, they they sponsor me. They give they send me all kinds of shit, and they've sent me like a big pallet of uh, starter kits. It's enough to get you from the start to finish in a four by four tent. Because I know a lot of the guys that uh, support Soulfire are home growers. Uh, our tent tycoons out there. I want you guys to get an opportunity to get some um, house and garden in your hands. So let's get up two. Let's get two lucky winners a uh, starter kit okay. of house and garden. Um, let's throw down a couple packs of gas nana with uh, with some soul fire socks. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Coming right up. Yeah. Let's get some get some uh, beans out there to the people. All right, let's see what else we got going while we're running that. Oh, you know what? Let's put a um, a Phoenix Club lifetime membership up there too. All right, got it. The House and Garden Starter Pack is up. Yep. Hey, if, if you guys are new and you don't know how to enter these giveaways, uh, right above the Phoenix Nest, there's a thing that says giveaways. Uh, you can just go in there and uh, click the Tada. If you don't know what the Tada is, I'm sure they'll they'll put it in chat. I'm not watching chat right now, but it's like a, a little giveaway thing that'll enter you in it. It's totally random number generated. Somebody will win. We will we will announce it. Um, so yeah, I mean, bro, that was a great experience um, with the uh, with the Papaya God. Um, anytime you want to send some beans up, I'll pop your shit. So I know you got this uh, new no Wilson line, which I was surprised to see. I'm not going to lie. I thought we were going to, thought you were going to do this, this Wilson thing forever, but it, it, it looks like you're, 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 you're switching it up. So you got some new things in the works. So, you know, you're going to have to send your boy some shit. So, so uh, the no Wilson line is just like a little breath of fresh air for everybody, including myself. And, uh, and, uh, but we're, I'm working on, wilson femmes as we're oh, doing nice. the no wilson with my buddy high definition genetics so we have tons of wilson femmes already done i'm gonna nice. start rolling them out sooner than later i'll send you some of those it's a bunch of hitters wilson s1s you know everybody's keeper clone hit to wilson it's just fucking beautiful but that's nice that's, those, dude those femmes are femmes are femmes are, are a fun uh a fun i'm gonna make some rigs here soon uh, i got a little rig rig thing scheduled depending on selection but uh, I'm glad to see you're getting in the fem game, man. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm not doing it with my hands physically, but I'm a big part of the selection process and the creative process. Even like the the female that was reversed onto it, nice. I smoked all those phenos before it was reversed onto the, the the you know the donors or whatever. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's get together and and do a little you know a little collab. It's been a, it's been a while, so. Um, you can send whatever whatever you think is is tight 
up to the the office um i'll okay. pop them i'll pop them and we'll send you we'll send you something that we think is uh think is tight down down to you and and you can you can do with with it what you want um why don't you tell me about masonic on fairfax for those of us who don't aren't from you know southern california we don't know much about la what is fairfax in in la um how did you come about it like the shop what goes on there i need to come down there and visit like what happens down there is this where we could pick up all the shirts? I still got my uh, my uh, Masonic GTA shirt. Still wear that shit. So uh, Fairfax is like the Poppin Street in LA. It's right next to Melrose, and it's uh, where Supreme's at. It's where Shabinsky put his store at. It's where Tyler the Creator put his store at, and I'm um, on that same avenue. And how I ended up on that avenue. I have a good buddy, a good buddy of mine, who uh, he uh, introduced me to a dude that's known as Donald Kedick Farms or Doc, and he's now uh, the you know he's helping Oni out. He's 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 doing he's Oni. He's he's helping Oni out. You know, Oni's the creative. He's helping Oni out, so he's fully in control of a lot of the Oni stuff. So that's who helped me find the product not the but the placement in fucking masonics on fairfax like me i was scouting areas in compton looking in areas and hoods because i wanted a storefront just to see what the fuck would happen and i teamed up with these dudes that were a little bit more in the valley in the hollywood area and they helped me even bankroll this place out because it costs a lot of money to build out a store and yeah it's not cheap right yeah it's, it's, it's just somebody that i felt comfortable and still feel comfortable and i work with doc to this day with my store on fairfax and my merch drops that happen physically and uh e-commerce on fairfax so that's 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 how fairfax came to be what happens on fairfax i use it to like go events like free seed day and meet the breeder and meet the hash maker and meet the grower and oh yeah let's when is the next uh free seed day I got, uh, I mean, a lot of people were, I sent you guys, I know I did, uh, I sponsored one of those or I sent some seeds down yeah. to those and people were fucking stoked, bro. I appreciate that, man. You were, you were a big, uh, you, you made the activation of the audience, uh, more, you know, you were a catalyst and activating the audience. Big well, time. bro, don't leave me out on the free seed days. I, I, I got a lot of shit going on, so I don't know exactly when they are, but when that shit's coming up, make sure and contact me and I'll get it over to the office. We'll get something down there. Yeah, man, I will. And but the next one is till April. I don't want to ring it too much by right. doing it biannually, so I'm doing it annually. And then I, I'm, uh, you know, aim for April of uh, the second weekend of April or something like that. April 16th is last one, so somewhere around that time. But yeah, uh, so at the store is just like I'm there Friday, Saturday, Sunday only, from 12 to 6 Friday, 12 to 7 Saturday, Sunday, and I'm there just kicking it, you know, making a buck, you know, I, I got to cover my network. So I'll be on Instagram telling people buy my shirts. And, but like all in all, like that place is like a, like a meeting ground. It's a safe place. Like we, people come there, we dab. And when there's events, people bump past and relationships get built. And like the, the regulars there that are from Los Angeles that show face, cause I'm there every weekend. And if you're there every weekend, like you don't have to be there to buy stuff. I highly encourage you to like 
running the business here, but I'm not going to like scoff or feel any type of way if you're a regular here that just likes to hang around. And sometimes those people, they develop relationships or two hash makers are coming at the same time. Next, you know, they're best friends forever. So it's like, this is what this place is. It's literally like a, a vortex of the cannabis culture that I polarize, that I'm privy to, that I deem worthy. And that's what makes Sonics on Fairfax is. Nice. I mean, that's awesome. I wish there was more places like that. Like, uh, I mean, we have some things here in Washington, some guys that try to skirt like the, for us, it, it, you have to kind of skirt the regulation and they have like private clubs where you can go and sell seeds, but it's so like small, not really public. Um, it sounds like yours is kind of an open door, safe spot for anybody in the community that wants to come out and, you know, like-minded individuals get together. That's, yeah, sure enough. It's, next, it's time growers and next time I'm in LA, I'm going to have to slide by, pick up some... Pick up some Masonic. Uh, can I? Can do you got seeds there too? I do have seeds there, just for like the gratification of being able to pick up seeds in person. But right. my menu is too extensive to like showcase all of my beans there, let alone my deals that I have. It's like we're, we're this is a whole different boat that you guys are supporting right here. You're, you're supporting the merchandise that Masonic is dropping here. Like if you want to support the seed company, that's what the website is for. And that's kind of how I like to keep it till the day that legality is like, hey, you know what? It is fine for you to have a fucking display case of seeds or, or I don't want to be the guinea pig to do that. But, you know, verbiage and yeah, I like I mean, I think it's is a big I think thing. it's coming. Um, I mean, that kind of brings me to another uh, uniqueness about your about your company, like. We talked about the uniqueness of Wilson and how much success you had um, with just using that one mail and 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 building a reputation with that, but also the uniqueness of you've always been your own bank. Like I work with probably like sixty banks. Um, other all the other breeders work with all the same banks, right? And I think things are the dynamic is a little is 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 kind of changing. A lot of breeders are going direct. Um, and banks are getting more creative, but you never really worked with banks. You've kind of just, you know, had your own record label over there doing your own thing. Uh, what kind of drove that decision to go that route? Uh, so I played the field, right? Like I would, Oni's my mentor, right? Like Oni told me, Oni worked with the banks. Oni, Oni's like always told me, never work with the fucking banks. Like just, just figure it out. Whatever you got to do, just figure it out. Cause they're going to take half your money point blank period. And I'm just like that. He didn't say that verbatim, but like, that's what I got him telling me. And, and, and he would always tell me, don't work with banks. Like he'd work with banks, but he'd tell me, you don't work with banks. I work with banks. You don't work with banks. And, and you know what? He was fucking right. Cause only I'm going to go as hard as I go for myself. And, and if someone has my product and it's not moving therein, then like it's going to look a certain way. So if, if this shit ain't moving on my shelf, that's just cause I'm not hustling hard. I don't want to be like looking at other banks and, and we're, we're trying to see like, Hey man, you haven't posted me. Hey, you haven't posted me. And, and trying to right. figure out why the seeds aren't moving on their fucking shelf. So I just avoided that disappointment by never ever. I have like two banks that I work with, but I work with these guys on the strength of them being my friends first and then businessmen. And not that we're on bad terms now, but like, we didn't do it solely for numbers. Like they, they didn't come here as a get rich scheme. They came here like, Hey man, I'm here to support you. 
I'm a seed bank now. Let's grab some stuff just to kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah, you guys and, had a you guys had a relationship before before that. Yeah, and, and that's that's literally two or three seed banks that are literally to this day still, you know, up and active. And I'm not here to shamelessly promote anybody, but that's that's the deal, you know? And uh never did yeah. that. I kind of just stuck to my guns, did it all myself, was my own hype man, my own marketer, my own fucking packager, my own grower, my own breeder, my own everything. I just kind of figured it out. Yeah, man. I always tell it, dude, anytime like, because be, because you are the meme king and we've seen, <laughs> if you followed Masonic and you've seen him get into it with, uh, with, with people such as like Riot or just anybody, which honestly was hilarious. Um, uh, you know, you got some haters. That's why you have like so many accounts. And, and I mean, uh, when I did that cross, people jumped in my DM. Bro, I was talking hella shit about, you know, like, why would you do, why would you work with him? And uh, I tell them, like, I just tell anybody, bro, Masonic never lied to you, man. He told you exactly what he was doing, how he was doing it. And if you don't like the way that he's doing it, that's on you. Like, the man was honest about his whole game plan up, up front. So I don't, you know, maybe you don't like Me? the memes or maybe you don't like the shit, you know, but you know me you... as a as a smoker like a dude that always wanted always was seeking like the best weed you know like smoker first then a grower surrounding myself with people that i deem worthy to the culture and you know i lucked out really good because you know some cool ass mentors like you know harry palms don't smoke mids Oni don't smoke mids so like i was already on a good boat and now where i'm at today even like all the shit that they would tell me yeah i would hear it but I'd just be like, fuck you, man. Like, I think I know what's good, right, at that time. As time right. goes by, I'm like, I think I I know what's good. You know, like, I, I, I know what's good. I don't think. I'm like, I know what's good now to me, and I know where to look, and I know what's bad. And that just comes with experience and just growing tons of different varieties and let alone smoking them and smoking good weed, not just the varieties, but actually good weed, good hash, quality hash. That has nothing to do with the – cultivar that has to do with the grow style and the tech of the hash completely different so like just experience to this day like i feel very confident in my craft and the transparency has brought me a long way and you know i'm just glad i was never here to fool anybody because you can't fool them forever and, right. and you know i just never did i just never had to cover my tracks and just kept it 100 to this day and I'm very confident in what I do. What's the pot looking like down in LA? Cause I'll tell you right now, like most pot out here in Seattle is fucking boof. Like the, so, home, the home growers are hiding and the wreck is trash, bro. So, so, so the wreck market is like, okay. Like it's a C plus. Right. And, and that's, that's sounds about right. Right. Like when you go buy fucking beer at the store, like that's what you're getting, you know, you're yeah. fucking, you're buying beer at the store, but like, my homies grow champagne so it's right. like it's 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 more of an access of information and an experience thing like during the top 215 days out here in cali for whatever reason like i just felt i don't know it just felt better the weed but now as time goes by with these mass-produced farms and shit like fucking yeah, horrible. It, it's, it's it's getting bad and it's getting worse but you know people drink bud light every day dude so it's that's like, true people are gonna smoke mids every day that's how it's gonna be yeah, but I feel like the the boutique is going to be on a bounce back, man. Because people are going to, there's going to be those IPA guys or there's going to be those craft 
craft guys. And, that... and that's the the Lagunitas. That's when the Lagunitas becomes regular too, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's, it's it, yeah, a boutique is a thing. And there's that's just more of a access of info thing. There's already boutique dudes killing it. And it's just little by little, who knows, uh, once the soccer moms get a, a, a eye of the boutique stuff, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's... I, that's 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 exactly what what I think about it too. I I, I get sad sometimes when I just see it like because back in here in Seattle around that time that you're talking around like that 2010 to I don't know 15 14 uh, before Rec really became huge on the scene, we just had a a pretty vibrant culture of um, medical growers who are mostly just growing at home and growing fire um that we could trade cuts with talk with uh you know look at the different shit that they're growing they're pushing the plant to its fucking limit so you're just seeing all of its like you know genetic expression just pushed um and now you just don't see that anymore it's all it all looks the same the smells all cardboard it's you know if somebody pulls out a bag of some straight like besides me like besides our homegrown like underground in the trenches shit somebody pulls out a bag of some super fire you're like fucking surprised like you haven't seen it for years and shit it's ah sad and and uh that happened to me like not that i lost my love for flowers but like it really took some really good bags of flour to like be like damn like this is good because there was so much mids being pushed around that i'm just like man i don't even want to smoke that shit i'll just go smoke this polished turd and you know the rosin or shatter crc at the time you know whatever era or not, whatever fucking year we were in and you know as time went by but now like that i'm a little bit more in the scene and connected and know some people here and there and they're willing to share uh you know they're good weed like I'm I'm blessed to know like people like uh, my buddy Third Eye Organics who'll shoot me some weed here and there and I'll just smoke that. But besides that, man, I stick to the hash rosin. Yeah. I was just kind smoking. of the foundation of my hive. I just smoked some hash right now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. let's see what we got. Call of Duty, man, you still playing or what? Man, I'll hop on once a month on that thing and You're going hard for a while, bro. You were in there for a minute. It was it was all bad. I would I would end up in a lobby. It was bad at one point, man. It was like that was Masonic's blackout phase. I had my Call of Duty phase, and then I, I sobered up, and then I, I had like this cool little party going. And then oh, I bro, just, you've been like, sober for how many days now? Uh, it's like two years in like ten days, dude. Bro, congratulations, man! No alcohol for two years and ten days. I, I congratulate it. Yeah, man, it's it was it's easy now, but it was harder when I first started because I used to love drinking IPAs and all. Well, it's those hard in America, right? And... Like that's it's the social shit. Anywhere you go, it's like, oh, we gonna have some. Drink. I was at I was at a killer show last night, and yeah, everyone's drinking. I'm like the only dude drinking the fucking water like a square right there. But who cares? I I'm, I don't drink. I'm a big whoop. I take big hash grips. That's what I do. Yeah, hey man, you gotta. You gotta, you gotta do whatever's best for you, man. And and yeah, no, yeah, I, I applaud it. I've I've watched it from the from the from your start when you were like, you know what, I'm fucking done with this shit, and and you stuck to it, man. And that that takes discipline. I think that that's discipline, something you can apply to anybody. Anybody can apply discipline in their life and, and make a change for the better. It doesn't matter breeding, um, healthy lifestyle, whatever. Discipline is a serious fucking thing. You got it. Right. Uh. Yeah, so so no Call of Duty is what you're saying. 
You don't do it. Call of Duty. Nah, I, I won't. You know, maybe one day I'll, I'll hop on Instagram and be like, hey, join me at seven. You know, we're going to. Right. I need to get Coma's. I need to get Coma's ass here on the Phoenix Nest too. He's a fucking. Coma's a nut. He's so good at fucking. Call <laughs> he's dude. good, bro. Like it's scary. Like, he's good when he plays like fucking Warzone and all this shit. Like bro. he wins. He gets. Yeah, like, he's the most. Like, <laughs> he's like, like fucking come on, Soulfire, fucking quit dying, fuck. I'm just like, bro, yeah. I can't keep up with you, G. Like you're doing too much. <laughs> I told his ass, I'm like, Coma, I can't fucking play with you because you're just fucking. You know, scolding me the whole fucking time. You're right, fine, bro. You know? and I told him too. I'm like, I'm not playing with your ass. Like, you, <laughs> you, this shit's serious. We're having fun over here, buddy. Yeah, that's what's Shout out, Coma. Yeah, shout out, Coma. I'm trying to get him to come play some GTA with me. I think it'd be be fucking hilarious. It'll so, be a character. Uh, uh, what's next, man? What are you gonna? What's what's next on the on the on the Masonic uh, agenda? What's next? Right now, I got my big ass garden. All fucking everybody seeds crossed to a couple mouths that I'm running outside. I'm doing this new project where uh, I'm just letting shit rock, man. I uh, like uh, I, I kept three different mouths outside this time, and I mean completely different mouths. I'm not. I don't mean the same, uh, you know, strain. I mean I kept one GMO animal cookies triangle Kush. I mm-hmm. kept one watermelon granita, and I kept the rainbow belts 2.0 and one more mouth. I kept the Black Lime Reserve F1, and I'm just letting those four mouths hit the whole enchilada, and that's that's my vision right now. And, and yeah, hey, but no, hey, no, no, that's what I'm doing, you know. And and I'm telling you, you know, and and all my people that rock with me, they're already on it. That's the fucking No Wilson line. That's this is chapter two of the No Wilson line. Actually, you know, and, I I'm I am in search of like a real watermelon turp because I haven't smelt it, man. You know watermelon I mean? granita is more of a z leaner so it's a watermelon z it's not like but I'll, I'll like what does look. i mean is watermelon like when we're talking about a watermelon turp is that like are we talking about watermelon candy like the artificial so, watermelon because that would that sounds amazing to me but uh i have never smelled that i've never smelled it yeah it's one of those it's one of those crazy ones we just found even, a uh, even the fruit like what does the fruit of watermelon smell like i'm trying to think right now but it doesn't fit it's too subtle. nothing it's yeah it's so subtle it's like it's like crisp and fresh yeah it's like exactly crisp and fresh but it's not like it's not like a fucking strawberry you know it's what i mean not like Which, the artificial candy you know it's definitely not like the artificial candy whoever made that shit up didn't i don't even know where they came up with that honestly but i mean that's kind of the same thing with like banana like i like the artificial banana candy smell like uh dude going through this this hood candies line uh that we're going through i'll send you some of the the beans before they even go out man you can pop some and do what you want but um we got we got a popping bottles that smells like a blue raspberry Uh, this might be my terpiest shit so I mean, we'll see. We got to, we're fingers crossed. We're halfway through the test right now. And the banana clips smells tight. We, uh, there's already keepers kind of like, st- they're not keepers yet till we finish them and make sure that they're tight. But we're, we're pretty excited about like the turps. Like the blue raspberry smell is crazy. Something I haven't, I haven't really encountered heavy like that. And then, you know, banana. Anytime I find something that's super banana, I fucking love it. So, no uh, doubt. I yeah banana. i i've bred a bunch of different you know i've i've went structure color frost terps but never just like heavy heavy just go terps you know what i mean 
like that's it like nothing else matters like i did a wash line i did all that and i just i don't know i think everything else has already been done now so it's just search out the the most unique smells and maybe hey maybe we'll stumble on this fucking elusive watermelon one day maybe it'll be me or you probably be you because you got the watermelon shit in your in your backyard already my thing is uh just skimming through seeds man and, and finding that untapped turf like i don't want another gmo right like it's already been we done. got that already it's encapsulated i got some seeds of it i got a clone of it and all my fucking people that rock with me got it so it's like we're on to the next song like i don't every now and then i like that shit and i'll revisit it and i'll make more seed stock of it just to educate the new growers because they don't have gmo wilson no more so i'll be like hey let's 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 remake a gmo hybrid or or just something like that but all in all i'm looking for like untapped turf so I don't know what I'm looking for because I'm looking for the the next new thing, you know, and, and that just goes with skimming through anybody and everybody's gear. And I'm just I'm right there, front row seat VIP at your fucking seed show. And that's everybody's seed show, even if I like them or not, because you never know the, the fucking dude that yeah, right. is, is a hamster on his bed might have the most vigorous shit in the garden. But that's, that's right. just kind of that's kind of how the cookie crumbles, ironically, sometimes, you know. Right. No, but, you got to pop that, them all. I like popping other people's shit, honestly. That's just the way of the plant freeing itself from that dude's shitty fucking vision. You know, it's like, dude, thank God you popped me, crossed me up. Go sell me to your people. Like, I'm tired of being sold to these basement fucking dwellers, you know, and or whatever way you want to look at it, you know, woo woo. However, but I'm, I'm just a fan of the plant and skimming through people's gear and bro, let's seeing, uh... seeing what's what. Let's give away some seeds. You want to give away some seeds, Masonic? What you got? I'll give away some seeds. Let's go. Let's give away some seeds, dude. Let me. I was just talking about the blueberry, the the blue raspberry smelling popping bottles. The office is going to hate me. Are the tickets, uh, are we going to be able to fit all these tickets in here? Are we going to get them? We'll be good. We're good. Okay. Let's do three. Of the um, the popping bottles, which haven't even been released yet, we're at least, I don't know, fuck, a month away, month and some change um, from that whole thing, that Hood Candy's line even even being done. So three popping bottles, three banana clips, six packs, Soulfire socks with all of them. Um, let's get those up and get, get some beans and whatever Masonic wants to uh, bless uh- Bless the crowd. I'm gonna bless you guys with. Uh, I got some Wilson Femmes, and these haven't been released uh, via internet to anybody. So we'll throw a uh, three packs of Wilson S ones on there. What? And, uh, yeah, we'll hook you guys up, man. Shout out Soulfire. That we'll unreleased uh, right here yes, on the Phoenix Nest. You can't get it nowhere else. Nobody else yeah, got it. You better yeah, tap you, in. You As the man says, you better tap in. Three three packs of Wilson S ones, and we'll do a. Uh, uh, three packs of apples and bananas across the Wilson family. Let's so these go. Are both <laughs> let's go. In the house. Yes. Let's 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 give uh, Modax a chance to get that up. So uh, real quick, Soul, uh, popping bottles. Yeah. What was the other two things for yours? For me? Yeah, yeah. You had popping bottles, and then popping bottles, have? banana clips, and Soulfire socks on all those. Cool. And so that should be six different winners. Mine. I want to give people a chance to win. You guys showed up tonight on a Sunday night uh, to listen to us talk about pot and talk about our companies and hear fucking amazing stories from from Mace about 
you know, his, how it goes down in his history. So we appreciate you guys. I mean, you guys are what really keeps us going. Uh, watching you guys pop these creations that we make uh, is what does it for. I know for me, I'm sure I speak for, for Mace, uh, seeing you guys like absolutely crush it. Um, dude, some of you guys are out there growing it better than I do when I, even in the test, I, um, yeah, I'm loving this picture of the month thing that we're doing right now where, you know, guys are showing what they're actually growing right now and then getting them up there. Make sure and go vote uh, in the picture of the month. Going to get that trophy up to the winner. And then we'll have another one next month and make some changes to the, the whole thing. But get in it uh, so we can put our calendar together for um, for everybody. How's the, the how's the Discord going on over there? I mean, me and you were some of the very first with Discords. No doubt. How's it? Uh, how's it going over there? In the so in the- my my Discord uh, is is like a, like a fucking. There's some regulars on there, like that they mingle amongst themselves, but I'll just chime in like randomly, and I'll send my ads there, and when I have a drop, I'll send it there. But my my audience isn't as activated as I'm looking at your Discord right now, and it's like, well, that's a lot of. Well, bro, we've a lot been of activation going on right now. Bro, here. we're booted off. Bro, I, I everything I put po- everything I post on on Instagram, it's uh it's hate speech. Or yeah. bro, and it's like, what the fuck, man? I, I posted a, a PS5 giveaway, it was hate speech. They pulled my shit down. So, so you know, I got I got haters that yep, there's a Masonic's Discord right there. Jump in. If if you ain't if you ain't part of it, be part of it. Um yeah, man, I just, you know, we got haters. Instagram lets them get away with this shit, lets them abuse, uh, you know, abuse their their tools. Um, and it's fucked up, man, and the scammers and just everything else. And honestly, I find, like, the Discord is the heart of Soulfire. Like, I wake up in the morning, I come in here, I talk to these people. They say good morning every morning. I say good morning to them. I know what's going on in their fucking lives. Like, it's it goes down here on Instagram. It's a collective of people. Some of them may not be into pot. Some of them may just like the picture. It, it is what it is. Um, but it's much more personal here. And, you know, I'm thankful that we have this this crowd here in Discord. And and big thanks to our moderators who keep this place, you know, free of, you know, free of any bullshit. They'll bounce you out of here quick as shit if you're, if you're negative or not on the same shit that we're on. Thanks. Yeah, my, mine, mine is kind of like 4chan, like. But without the memes, you know, people just go in there and just do whatever the fuck they want. Sometimes some dudes will start arguing, and as long as they're not saying the F word or the R word, like, you guys could figure it out. I'm not right. just letting it be, you know. I'm very organic, you know. Right. I could, but uh, then, then, then it's, then maybe one day. One day I'll tell format to really really hone the discord but right now bro these giveaways uh, are going crazy right now yeah, are you seeing this out. shit are you seeing this shit I, in the giveaways dude i'm like super like highlight like, give hit hit I'm giveaways like man I'm no 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 i'm looking yeah so hit giveaways there's a question mark says giveaways it won't take you out of the chat you just click that and you can just see the giveaways blowing up oh yeah i see it these guys are sick with it yeah they're going in somebody's gonna win i don't know who but somebody's gonna win yeah, my my uh partner Jesus, he handles the Discord as much as possible, but you know, he, he does what he can, and I appreciate yeah, no. him for what he does. 
No, it's fun. And you have an old Discord, bro. You've been around for a long time. I think uh, the only person that was around before us would be like Lemon Hoko, you know? And, yeah. And he has a he has a really interesting Discord that has a lot of different characters. I know they're, I want to say I thought Karma was over there tonight um, doing a thing. I was, I saw wow. that. Yeah, I saw that pop up and I was like, oh man, I'm doing a show tonight. I wish I could go listen in. I don't know if they record it because I'd really like to hear. I mean, Karma's like an OG, you know what I mean? Karma's a G. I, when I went to yeah. Barcelona, When, gotcha. when that when that's when the C drop happened for the Sour DBX two, I was actually part of the caravan that went to go pay for that for the fucking states, you know. So fucking shout out Karma, and I was one of the first people to grow the Sour DBX twos, and I crossed that to Wilson, and uh, found a keeper in that, and my buddy won Ego Clash with that shit, third place. Yeah, so Ego Clash is tight, right? Like you got to be invited to that. Like it's not just show yeah. up. Like that's invite only. That's invite only with the big dog. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that that that's tight. Fucking that's where the heads are at, bro. I I was gonna go to Spanibus, right? Like I had all my shit booked, and we're about to get on the plane. Fucking wife is happy to go to Spain. She's ready to go. I'm looking at all the different shit we're gonna eat, all the different like cannabis clubs. I'm reading about all the pickpockets and shit i was like damn this is gonna be wild and then bam COVID hits and like me and mike are sitting there talking on the phone and we're like uh do we there's like 300 people with with it in spain and they're like we're like oh i don't know like maybe we should cancel it bro and good thing we canceled it because hella fools got stuck over there remember that so shit when I, when I went i went uh and i landed and it was during all this shit and uh we get there we're having a whole day go smoke places and we end up at a martini bar. it's myself Tony, uh gas house ussr a golden state nick uh shiloh massive uh and a couple other heads from like the weed industry and we're there it's like three in the fucking morning we're all drinking martinis at a bar in Barcelona, and uh i get a a fucking call from this dude He's my friend, Poetry Pants. His name's Nelson. He calls me at 3 in the morning. He calls me all crazy. Dude, you need to get the fuck out of there. Trump is closing the borders. And I'm just like, oh, shit. So I call my wife. I'm like, baby, dude, whatever you do, just get me the fuck out of here. Like, this dude's about to close the borders, supposedly. I don't know what he's going to do, but just get me out of here. And she's looking. I'm, I'm on Delta. All the lines are booked. You can't get a flight. Flights are $5,000, $10,000 just to get out of fucking Barcelona. And somehow, some way, my wife's friend finds a $900 ticket with a layover in Mexico City for, for nine hours. And I'm all like, give me that one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> my friends, everybody at the bar, Mace, you're crazy. You're spazzing. I'm like, whatever, dudes. I went right to my fucking Airbnb, grabbed my shit. And I was the first, one of the first dudes at the airport in Barcelona. And uh, all my friends are like, oh, shit, he's serious. Like, he's leaving, right? Yeah. And, and they're they're trying to get their tickets. Nope, too fucking late, too late. They were stuck in Spain with nothing to do, no restaurants to go to for like a week, bro. <laughs> and I was at home, fucking going through all the rampage at all the toilet papers and the water. You know the whole deal. That yeah, I was front row seat, making sure my wife. I think you were were you pregnant at the time? My wife was pregnant at the time. She didn't have to go deal with all that. Well, my, I was over there, you know, getting the bag supposedly in Europe, right. but shit was fucking 
getting down over here in the States. So I was able to make it back home and be able to take care of the family while shit was fucking going down. And yeah, man, my I friends mean... were like, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, you guys are stuck, motherfuckers. I'm chilling at home. Yeah, no matter how you feel about the about all of that shit, um, the whole COVID thing, um, you went through. We all went through it together. I I think sometimes we don't really think about that shit that we went through, like where you couldn't get toilet paper, where there was all these problems and like all the just strife and the 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 unrest and the rioting and all that shit. I mean, that was a part of uh, you know some shit that we all kind of went through, a collective trauma that we. And the world went through it but you know americans we went through that shit together and bro, i'm glad you made it out of fucking barcelona and didn't get stuck there i was worried about you know like just all over the industry peers that were i saw them all over there and me and mike canceled our shit the airport was like well we don't know if we're gonna be able to give you your money or do anything you might just be fucked i mean they didn't give us our money they gave us like credits and shit like we lost some bread on the whole thing but um yeah we just made a game time decision at the end at the like the day before I I called him in the morning. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think so, bro. The news is saying nah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, fuck that. Let's stay home. So yeah, no, I'm glad you made it back. And and it's funny. I had a buddy that we went with. He was Oni's assistant at the time, and uh, he forgot the seeds. Whatever seeds they were gonna sell, he forgot them. Oh hell no. Yeah, and and Oni's like, go the fuck back home and bring those fucking beans. So the dude leaves. And and Trump announces he closes the board. I'm like, Steve, you lucked out, you lucky motherfucker. Like, bro, like, how do you get all the way to Spain and you leave the beans? That's like the, the stoner moment. Dude, like, uh, what the did, fuck? He's not even a stoner like that. Oh, dude. come on. Funny part. He's just uh, a miscommunication happened over there. And yeah, that, it's a big fucking miscommunication. You know what I'm saying? Huge. But, and and meanwhile, I'm over here. I got three dudes that I know in Spain with the package that all of them arrived. And Oni's looking at me like, you motherfucker. I'm like, hey. I'm like, I got my logistics set up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like you, I mean, do you think shows are shows are coming back? Like, are we gonna be able to I'm going to I'm going to Boston. I'm super excited about it. I, I honestly can't wait. Even though it's like a one day show, I can't wait to be there. Have you you've never done uh the Freedom Rally? I've never done the Freedom Rally. Bro, so. you got you got to do the Freedom Rally. It's it's insanity, bro. So and so I, one thing I've noticed doing the shows, you know, you've seen me at the shows. Every yeah, show sure. you're at, I'm trying to be there. And uh you know, I've seen the dudes with the big lines and I've had my lines oh, yeah. and 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 it's ebbs and flows and you know, I'm not going to be mad if if one seed pack gets sold, you know. I'm not going to, but it's never one seat pack sold just, just for the, you know, like there's always something I always make my nut or I'm always happy. I never set up myself for disappointment. And it just is like as much energy as I put into my crosses and my seed stock being sold to the people, that's exactly what I'm going to get. Back. So whether you're at a show or not, like at the shows, I know when I'm going to go and like go get a bag, but all in all, it's more so to go like meet some people, mingle, cover my nut, make a little scratch and just show face and just be part of, you know, the fucking, the wave. And, and that's just kind of that sometimes it's better than others, but all in all, um, I don't try to dwell on the big bust that used to be back in the day when Capulator had lines fucking zigzagging all through the fucking. Oh, car. bro. Those things are fucking crazy. Yeah. Remember Denver, days, you know? like Denver and, and Emerald cup where this dude would have a line 
out down around the corner the, around the block i mean it would be it was wild i mean he would he didn't really have a staff so he would just be like helping one guy at a time and he i'll give it to capulator man he would fucking talk to that one guy and shoot the shit with him for a minute so the line really wouldn't move very fast and it was fucking long during the like the mac rage days right so yeah dude those are those are the good old times but i think i think you hit the nail on the head man like it's a for me, I just I miss going out there, seeing people bring jars of shit that they've grown that I've made coming and talking about it, shaking hands like you can only do so much on the on the Internet. Um, there's just something about like being back out there with the people that I don't know, man. And that's I, that's I where Fairfax it. comes into play, right? It's like I made like I have my little shows where people come out and we do a, a derivative of, of a big show or maybe even a whole show. But at that capacity you know in that little fucking room we we make it a thing and and uh so that we don't miss that i like the whole fucking the whole deal and i've always been a fan of the mingling and the showing of faces so i kind of built that unknowingly you know i mean and that's that's, that's sort dude a lot of great things have come from shows right so like like the strawberry that we use in a lot of our crosses that didn't that came from a show that that came from somebody bringing it to the booth and like bros use this you can know? i ask about the strawberry you can ask whatever you want all right so the strawberry what is the strawberry the strawberry is a fino of mimosa that's very unique that's that's exactly what i got from the context of your show with podcast but you didn't say it verbatim but you kind of said it in the context and i like caught it and yeah. all my friends think i'm crazy because I tell them that yeah, it's from Pure Melt. It's a, it's, yeah, it's it's from up in yeah, it's a, up in North Cali. It it's yeah. a fast finisher. It smells like crazy, crazy, crazy strawberry. Um, the a normal mimosa fino doesn't smell like that. It smells like exactly it's orange, citrus. It's an orange smell. Yeah, and orange. it's so bad. I hate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but but I, uh, I'm growing some of some of Pure Melt's gear right now. I'm growing their tuna shirts. I know oh, yeah. the Eagle Clash. They're nice people. But no, yeah, he's, I did he's a good kid. that, and I just wanted to clear that up. You know, just uh, you you talked about it. I didn't bring it up, but I just fucking, you know, yeah. I don't think it's been set in stone about that anyway. Yeah, no, that's that's what it is, and and uh, no, they're good guys, and and he sent me a bunch of seeds and stuff too. I have to, I, I haven't got to pop them yet because yeah, their their packaging is really nice. They do like these little nice wood boxes, really neat. Did they change them? Because I, I think I want to say I got like a little black box from him. Nice, nice. They probably yeah. did. They probably did. Yeah, no. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, great guys. I mean, that thing is that plant, um, it's just super cool. It washes well, it finishes super early. Uh, it is like a standard green plant, but the strawberry that it carries is absolutely amazing i would put it up against any other strawberry and you can tell just from the crosses that um we've made from it like if you like bahama berry that's you know it's in there um if you like uh just a bunch of shit strawberries and cream this that we've happy hour i mean it's it's a it's a staple i think now we've kind of moved away from it because we've kind of bred away from it Be, you know we find cooler shit as we go but uh it's a great backbone to use it's a it's a it's a good one for sure shout out to those guys no, no doubt i i use the uh, mike strawberries and cream grease monkey and yeah it's one of the main strawberry staples uh, in the garden so i 
I pulled up on this guy. Ooh, what was that? Was that yesterday? I think it was yesterday. So I I, I pulled up on this guy yesterday, and I brought him a uh, a gas nano that we're calling the one, which jet black, absolutely jet black, super frosty, and smells like the craziest banana that you've ever smelled. That's why we call it the one. So I was talking to him about it. He's like, oh, bro, bring bring him to me. And uh, so I brought those out to him. And uh, he blessed me with his uh, Cherry Cosmo. And actually, I was like smelling some pot. And I was like, bro, this shit smells like straight up cherry, <laughs> cherry, like milkshake. It's like a cherry creamy. It's super unique. I mean, it's crazy unique out of all the things I smelled over there. He had a lot of dank, but um, I'm holding the jar right now, actually. Uh, it was fire. And I was like, bro, tell me you got tell me you got your boy on three cuts your selection of this he's like i got you doc boom plugged it in got it over here so that'll be going into a lineup uh real soon because it's that's what i'm looking for right now man is unique have you smoked a honey banana i haven't sounds tight you though need a, you need to get you some honey bee bro like these are strains that that i'm where's like it? where's that i Can know I, got it down so there? honey bee honey bee is a, a cut that no one is like giving up right now like only Dude's got it, and once you get it, you know how they roll. It's the fake, yeah. you know. It's never the fucking real one if you didn't get it from the guy. So uh, they, they keep it really close, and it's amongst the hash heads out here. You're going to try the Honey Bee, and you're going to be like, this motherfucker Ed told me about this strain, and he ain't fucking lying. Like, that's, bro, don't, that's don't, don't, get, don't put me on a, a treasure hunt, bro, because I will find it. Like, where can I find it at? Who's got it? I need the real deal. Does it, somebody, tell me what it smells like. You know what? I got you on a better one. I'm gonna do you a solid and just hit, just go grab some honeybee and s- magically someone's gonna drive up and pull it to you. So that's <laughs> that's how we're gonna figure out that problem. Solutions only. That way you get right onto the fucking strain. But yeah. like that's a strain that the the whole weed seed demographic isn't privy to, and that's where they just gotta trust the breeders and and their palate and their experience in the field and us like showcasing new things like when harry palm showcased papaya you know like that papaya was already a thing but he grabbed it and hybridized it and put it into people's pipes you know and that's kind of what you're doing every time you go uh and 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 get and crowdsource a a clone and you're like bro give me that we need to give this to the people and that's kind of how i get down when i smoke my weed sometimes i'm like holy shit what Bro, I'm this? not even going to lie to you. I haven't heard of this, honeybee. This is something new. This is why you got to talk to other people outside of you, you know, who ain't right in your direct grow circle because they may know some shit that you don't know. Now I need to know. Now I'm now I need to know about honeybee. So so right now I'm smoking honeybee. That's an old strain already. Like I already, already smoked honeybee for like a year plus. Two, probably. I I I, I smoked too much of it. But right now I'm I'm really heavy on I'm not even an East Coast dude, dude. But I made some Cuban Black Haze Wilsons, and my buddy Immortal Hashery grew tons of them, and he just keeps sending me hash of it. And oh my god, dude, I love haze. Apparently, like I'm a haze head. I didn't know I was a haze head. Bro, every know. everybody used to be a haze head before like the whole cookies rage and all that shit came. Like haze was actually it. So that's like another like so like everything everyone's doing. I'm there. I, I go see what's up, and I'm in tune with it. But I'm looking for all the other shit that I like that the world isn't necessarily privy to and i'm just that's my hunt right there that's my selection process that's my vision bro it's the uniqueness the uniqueness of of masonic i think we've touched on it uh in a few different ways of how you've done things differently um than maybe the status quo in the seed game and and i mean dude that's what people have to think outside the box and i i think that's what you know when i 
when I saw the way you were doing shit and people were like, oh, you shouldn't be doing it like, yes, you're doing that. And I was like, what the fuck, bro, the man is thinking outside the box. The man is doing what he wants to do. He don't give a fuck about what you want him to do. He's doing what he likes to do. And that's interesting. And that's what we need. We need people that want to, that, that do their own things. And, and honestly, bro, I don't think you get enough credit for a lot of people do the shit that, that you've already done. You know, if yep. you, some of the things that they do nowadays, it's uh it might have already been done by somebody but hey yeah and i'm you know i i i act like soldier boy sometimes you know i I like to coin my shit if i do something first i'm i'm adamant about it you know that's right don't use the word tap in he's gonna (laughs) don't do tap in don't Don't, don't be a pull up on you you know like it's just i'm just fucking around but it's cool to see like the monster being created and and, you know, people taking a, a piece of my style, whether they like to admit it or not, or whether they know it or not. I'm I'm just like, ah, like, I've seen that before, you know? And, you know, KNF memes, yeah, we did those back in 2017. I remember those, you know? Now right. everyone's about now it. Now everybody's doing them. I mean, <laughs> and I, I guess that's what it is, is like, you know, when you make a, when you make a company and you influence however, and you start to see people take little pieces of it, that's kind of cool, man. Uh, yeah i mean you know how fucking cool it is that we make these crosses that we love and then other people grow them and they love them and then they make things with those i mean i don't know it's surreal man it's surreal about it uh with somebody today they're like hey dude your your seeds are at this dispensary like a legal dispensary i'm like they are huh right (laughs) like that's that's how surreal it is dude it's like there was literally a point where i'm on food stamps fucking buying a five dollar sack just to get high and growing at the same time because i love the weed plant so much and that's just and and now we got you know weed coming out our fucking ears so i mean the the game has evolved and it has changed but i mean we're we're here we're still here so uh all right i'm i think Unless you want to answer any questions or if you got anything. I'll else. answer questions, man. I'm, I'm right here Sunday night. I'm chilling. I'm on you guys. Okay. So up in the chat, yeah, right? Cool. You see where the chat is at the very top? Let me see. I'm about to open it up. Oh, I guess questions is, is where we're doing questions tonight. Oh, do we have the winners, Modax, from the last oh, show? Yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of winners. So we have, uh, so for the, uh, the popping bottles, the banana clips, and the pair of socks, we got a Rad Saint. Gringo Loco, Dankosaurus. Gringo! Yeah. Dankosaurus, uh, Rabber Chef, Tormin22, and Fluffhead420. Congratulations to you guys. Congratulations, fellas. And then on the uh, the Wilson S1 Femmes, we have uh, Kill for Lewis, uh, Fleabred, Nick S. Congratulations to you guys on that. And then the Apples and Bananas Cross with Wilson Femmes, we have... Uh, Blazekin420, Oh You Hate Me, and Loudman's Jungle. Congrats, guys. Congrats, guys. I'm pretty sure everybody's already opened tickets, too, so we'll get them squared away. And then, Mace, uh, I'll shoot you the info for the people that won your packs. Thank you, man. I'll get that out to them promptly. For sure. But I see these questions right here. I see the questions. Field them. Field them. Any ones you want to ask? How did you and Masonic meet, and what were your guys' first impressions? I I think I met Soulfire at like an Indo Expo or at Emerald Cup, actually. It was in front of Riot's booth. Yeah, the that's right. That Riot was at. And, and I, I kind of met him right there, and, and we just riffed it a little bit. And 
intuition, gut instinct. I just got a real dude. And that's, it was a really quick, real brief meeting. Didn't really talk about much too long. Just kind of swapped seeds and kept pushing. That's That was my first interaction with you, right? Yeah, definitely. Em- Emerald Cup. Yeah, I didn't want to like exotics kind of like, you know, I'm a fan first. So I don't, I'm not like a, I don't fan out too much. I don't want to be all up in his business asking him a thousand questions. So I kind of, you know, give him his celebrity status and just kind of say hi and crack a joke and keep pushing, you know, and he so far was with exotic. So I didn't want to intervene too much. And, you know, I didn't really know much about oh, shit, that. Wasn't it? Uh, it, it? I was when, when you came over, I was just like, and Mike was like, who is that? I was like, bro, that's fucking Masonic. You know, this motherfucker, right? You, are you on the internet? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we knew who you were. We knew who you yeah. were. Yeah. Hilarious. But that's kind of my first brief interaction with uh soul fire and, exotic and as time went by we just kind of kept a mutual respect for each other on the internet via likes and comments and next thing you know he hits me up and he's like yo i made these beans with your gear you want some i was like fucking yeah what you mean you know and yeah that was that was at uh that's when we met that's when we linked up again at denver that was the indo cup yeah that was a while that was was a wild one (laughs) yeah but that, that happened yeah man i was uh from the mouth at that show. Yeah, bro, you was trying to kick that ass. I thought that shit was that shit was funny. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to kill somebody that day, but they didn't let me. Or he didn't want to get down. But whatever, that's kid shit. Yeah, no, um, that, that 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 shows, and that's how they go. But yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I, f- I forget how it went, but I think I that was when Banana Runs first came out, and yeah. I brought you over some Banana Runs seeds, and you're like tight, and then you brought me a big bag of all the all the shit that you had. And I was like, tight. And you were like, but pop this one, pop this one. And I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking pop this one when I get back. I sure enough did. And I found some heat. It's been on ever since. Let me see what other questions these guys got. Um, what's Masonic's fridge clone tech? What temps percentage do they... So as far as, like, science on, like, what temps the fridge is, like, dude, any fucking fridge, as long as you got it set at normal settings, I think that you can keep your clones in a cup in there as long as you keep that water nice and clean. So, you know, I've had a clone in the fridge for up to two fucking months and cloned it before. So, you know, just just experience. You'll, you'll find out how long and how resistant your plants can last in the fridge. Yeah, that fridge yeah. shit works for sure. Have you ever tried to breed for effect versus characteristics? How is that process different? So, So the way I breed is like we throw shit at the wall, right? And... As time goes by and it all gets unraveled, you know, the network or myself will start to consume these strains and will digress whether it's, you know, psychedelic on the head or not. And that kind of like, for instance, the Cuban black, every time I smoke the Cuban black, it just gives me this this rush. So not necessarily that we're breeding for it, but we're just covering all bases and, and giving everything a definition as we go. Not trying to hold the plant down so much and just opening up the floodgates and, and, and honing it and labeling everything as I go. Uh, and as the more I do that, the more I'm experienced and it gives me kind of like, I know what direction I'm going in. The more I do that because I'm becoming more familiar with more varieties. Uh, what do you guys use for reversals? So the dude that does my reversals, his name is high definition genetics. He, I think he uses STS spray. Uh, what's my opinion on full melt? Love full melt as long as it's fire in, fire out, done by a fucking dude that kicks ass. I'll oh. smoke full melt all fucking day. Yeah. 
Have you ever had fresh seeds just barely pop open a little while after storing them? Thinking I put them in the bag too soon. But yeah, man, uh, I just let them dry, man. They're, you shouldn't be rushing trying to store your seeds. Like, just let them right out. Let them stay on the branch for a bit. There's no rush in you putting your seeds away when you're making seeds. Like, let them dry properly. You shouldn't be shucking a, dry, a wet plant, letting the seeds dry separately. No, let them bitches dry on the fucking vine. 14 plus days and even then like leave that bitch out you don't there's no rush to bag and tag those fucking seeds like this yeah. the longer then, the better and then they go in the refrigerator for for me for at least a month just to like yeah. winterize they need to get that cold that cold will put them into that into that uh like a well they'll think they'll think it's winter and then when they get warm and wet again they'll sprout because they think it's spring so yeah the uh, winter, winterization is important Magic Don Juan's uh, were regs. In all your years of growing, have you ever came across a really funky cherry diesel type strain? I'd be lying if I told you off the rip that I have found exactly that. But as far as every other variety amongst themselves, of course, I've come across plenty of cherries, plenty of diesels, and lots of funk. Um, is your aesthetic a part of your brand? Will it ever change? Will you ever cut, groom the dog and stop the fuck out of here? <laughs> That's a good question, though. Uh, I've thought about it, right? Like, I've been like, man, is, is my hair part of my fucking brand now? It is, bro. You know, yeah. That, <laughs> I'm going to shave that bitch off because I ain't being boxed in like that, you know? That's, I mean, I mean, I remember all the mustache be. shit, bro. Like, sometimes you'd be having the big fucking handlebars on there and shit. Like, yeah, I remember all that shit. I'll, I'll let it rock. Maybe you can't grow handlebars like that, personally. I tried. Let me it, see what else. It looks I tried. I tried honeybee like four years ago from some cat in Colorado. Not exactly just the same cut. So the best rosin I've had flavor wise in that time disappeared back in. Bring it back, cabron. So you see that dude? And yeah, honeybee has been along around that long. And it's just a matter of educating the homies. You know, like dude, you need to try this honeybee. You know, and that's where I come in play. How long do you keep your mothers around and do you pop seeds, take cuts and farm out or just keep the those original seeds as moms? So how long do you keep your mothers around? I keep moms around as long as I can, right? So like my my cuts that I've acquired that are like elites, I'll keep those around, point blank period. You know, like I'll keep my, uh, let me just think of a list. Like I'll keep my animal mints. I'll keep my, my uh, fucking burners cookies always around, my Mendo breath. I always keep these plain strains by themselves. My Ghost OG, my Blue Dream, just just to have them around. These will always be in my living library. Even all the new ones, all the sea junkie stuff that just coming out. I'll just try and keep it as long as I can as as time goes by. Uh, stuff from my selection, you know, I'll keep my Wilson Mel around. I'll keep my Banana God around. I'll keep my Papaya God around. I'll keep some stuff that I can kind of name as my flagship around, but. Yeah, I keep stuff around, and that kind of answers the question, first part of your question, and then your second part of the question, and do you pop seeds? I pop tons of fucking seeds, take cuts and flower them out, or just keep those original seeds as moms. So I take cuts, flower them out, keep them around, and just put them into the network of my friends and associates, and just kind of have all those plants and most of the time it's subjective what a keeper comes down to. Right. So I have my buddy Jerome or some homies grow them out and we'll look at the plants and be like, damn, they're all fucking good. Or, or damn, that's whack. Or he likes it, but I don't. And it just kind of all crumbles down like that. Um, what dispensary are your seeds in? My seeds are at uh, new age dispensary. 
on MLK and Broadway, on 110 North, you could see the parking lot right there. What's your thoughts with skunk strains? It seems that skunk strains have disappeared. And the only skunk strain that I've grown is uh, AG Seed Co's uh, skunk number one. And uh, I became familiar with it. And I think it's a nice, neat, unadulterated strain that, you know, it's kind of like a history but do lesson. You, do you feel like it's the real, like, skunk from back in, like, the 90s? Well, so 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 here's my perspective right the real skunk i would never know the real skunk yeah i've never had the real skunk and i've there's not too much uh markers for me to allude to like i've never been to a dispensary where they sell skunk i've never been around a dude that sells skunk the only way i could digress this whole situation is by grabbing all these breeders that so-called have skunk and just run through their lines and that's what their vision of skunk is i just got to pray and hope that none of these dudes are fucking scammers which well that's i think the way i remember the i remember the skunk from the 90s i mean that was like one of the only things that people had right so it was like that or like uh northern lights uh that was like it you know what i mean and uh i don't know i just really haven't seen it i mean it's loud it was kind of more of a leafy ass plant. I mean, everything was leafier back then. And the, the buds weren't nearly as tight as they are and compact as they are now. Um, and, but it, and it was, and I, it was I like distinct, think, dude. I like to think that the skunk, the whole skunk thing was more so like a, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about it. I'm just giving my two cents. It's like more so a power of suggestion. Like, like, yo, that's some skunky weed. Or something like that, you know, but who knows? Maybe it was a uh, cultivar specific, but all yeah. in all, like, the the access of info let alone the weed plant wasn't as lax as it is in this day and age so maybe if from region to region skunk could be a name that is easily used for a weed plant so a skunk variety could have been different from place to place who fucking knows i don't know we could i mean it might just be baked heads. in now you know what i mean yeah. to some of the lineages that we that we run now i sometimes feel like maybe in some of the europe the european beans it could be found because they I've I've thought about like ordering up some Euro beans and popping them and kind of going through some of their shit. I mean, I did like not too long ago and I didn't, I didn't have any success with what I found. So. No doubt. Uh, I've been to Michigan before. It was cool. Shout out Michigan. Is there oh, any soul fire Masonic working out? We're, we're, that's coming up after this. We'll be talking about that. Uh, what is the smallest seeds you have popped that grew into fire? I mean, that's like the size of the seed itself that's that's a hard one G. like tons of stuff that they're all small that i don't i don't think the size of the seed really correlates to doesn't being fire uh what's your breeding setup do you hunt for males if so how long do you keep them for so my like i know what i'm aiming for you know like like if i'm breeding with a papaya male like that's because i want papaya turps right if i'm breeding with a big robust male that's because i want to introduce that bigger into the progeny so it's like when I, I don't necessarily need to keep a male to know what it's probably going to hypothetically do. But to tie into that question, yes, I do keep males around. I've had my Wilson F2 male for a long time. It's the same male that's been doing pollinations in my yard for a cool minute. And even the males that aren't Wilson, I'll keep them around just to put in the network of my friends. I'll be like, hey, man, this sure breath male is really calling my name. I don't have the time to do a isolated pollination with it can you please take that amongst your hands and do a pollination with it so you know it's all about you know that's how i kind of get down i don't I, you know what else is next uh 
Do you find any heat in your Pokemon packs when you're trading beans for Pokemon cards? Fuck yeah, dude. It's <laughs> you already knew that what everybody was going to say there. I get some, like the other day, some dude sent me some cards, and there's like a $1,000 Lugia in there, and I'm just like, oh my god, thank you so much. Uh, top three favorite strains to smoke forever and nothing else. Go Masonic and Soulfire. Fuck it. Skittles, OG, and drumroll, fucking, what's another good one that I like to smoke a lot? I'm just thinking, Skittles, OG. Damn, I'm so bad now. I'm fucking, I'm bougie with the Skittles. What's the third strain that I like to smoke I got to put Skittles in there too, but Grape God was one of my favorites straight up. The grape and the what? grape god and the old grape god was fucking amazing. I'll, I'll take I'll take a fucking gelato, man. I know I sound like a piece of shit, but Skittles, OG, and gelato, man. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> gelato. Yeah, I'll take those three. Those will make me happy. Uh, what are the best stops in LA? It just sounds so cliche, you know, like gelato, you know. Uh, yeah, it's only because it was stops fun. in LA for uh, best shops in LA for flour. You want to hit up Capulator shop? Just well, it's not his shop, but you want to hit up Piece of Green just because it's like there's still some soul intact in that shop. You don't necessarily go to a fucking iPad with all these pictures and you're buying off a fucking screen. No, when you go to piece of green, you get to see the jars and it's all grown in house. Do you get to smell the jars there? Like you can open the jar. Wow. Yeah. You can't do that in Seattle. You can't do that. They have all the little eights lined up for you from all the recent shit that caps, you know, SOPs grew through there. So that's the, the number one shop I recommend everybody go to. When you're in Los Angeles, you hit a piece of green. Any future collaborations in the work? Yes, sir. What week of flower do you pollinate at? So I let my male rock, right? And it's usually rocking throughout its whole life cycle, the way I do it. And, you know, ideally week three, you know? Uh, yeah, what, what's papaya prime got? Uh, papaya cake crossed the Wilson. Favorite Pokemon? Uh, I like Magikarp. I got some Pokemon cards. How does one acquire pack? Quit playing. Would you consider sending a vial of pollen to Canada? I, I, I mean, holla at your boy. West side till you die, or do you envision the brand expanding nationwide? I mean, we, like the brand itself, yeah, man. If if we could have a Masonic on Fairfax, all around the fucking big city, that'd be dope. Where people could just parlay, if that's kind of what that question is meaning. Yeah, as far as genetics, they're everywhere already. They're worldwide, not even nationwide. Right. Best outdoor strains that finish early. Just don't grab anything with fucking haze in it. Don't grab any GMO. Just everything else is kind of, you'll be fine. Bro, I saw uh, a guy take a GMO to 95 days. Crazy. Had LA Confidential. Dude, I remember LA Con as a, as a, as a, as a young lad, and it was one of my favorite strains. That, Bubba Kush, LA Con. Love LA Con, man. Any grape dirt profile? Yeah, man. We got lots of grapes. Uh, off the rip, grape shit that I could think of. Maybe my uh, Sunday driver, Wilson, will be right up that alley. Boom. And that's the rapid yep, fire rapid fire it. question crusher right there. Yeah, I fucking did all the questions. I like it. Well, all right, man. I think that brings us up. Almost almost nine o'clock, dude. Um Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for um, having me, Claire. Yeah, dude, anytime, bro. And if you got any shows or anything that you're going to, man, always always uh keep me alerted, bro, because I'd like to I'd like to pull up, even if they're small or whatever, I don't care show up i will i'll keep that's my for sure i think that's my pretty much my my plan for the next couple years is to get out of seattle and come um, shake some hands and 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 you know meet other farmers that are that are growing my shit and growing other people's shit i just miss it so i'm gonna be doing that so if you know something let me know 
Like to Yo, I see my homie Buddy Kilowatt in here. Shout out Buddy Kilowatt. He's he's an older gentleman that doesn't know how to use Discord, but he found out how to use it just to tap in today, man. That's love right there. Shout Bro, out Buddy Kilowatt. Shout out, yeah, shout out, shout out, Buddy, man. It's it's kind of hard to get into it. Like it's a lot going on, but once you figure it out, this is the new forums of our age, right? Like there's different threads, there's moderators, shit going on. Uh yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like it's the new forums. I, I enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, that's all, all I got, dude. Thanks for the fucking great stories, bro. I think we learned a lot. I mean, I know I did um, just about everything that's going on. And I, you know, let's get these. Appreciate you having me, man. This is a nice crowd you got in here. It looks really, really activated. Hey, man, you're welcome back anytime. So we'll get you back here on the on the Phoenix Nest and uh, and chop it up with you again soon for sure, man, because you're a great guest, man. You had, you had great stories and, and a lot of insight. And I bet you there's going to be uh, some young breeders coming up out of this out of this discord at some point, you know, doing their thing. And hopefully looking back on this chat um, will be like inspiring for them. Like, well, fuck it, man. Like Masonic and Soulfire said, get to it. Get to it. Yes, sir. All right. Modax, you got anything else? Hey, if you if you want anything tonight, please make sure and open up a ticket so that we can get you taken care of. Everybody will be in my office uh, tomorrow. They get in the uh, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and and they work hard to make sure that everybody everybody gets what they uh, uh, what they won. And I know I speak for uh, Masonic and and Modax and myself. We appreciate you guys coming out here and spending your your Sunday night with us. Uh, to talk about the shit that we love and that you love. So big shout out to you guys for showing up.